Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. How's everybody doing tonight? Welcome to Ike Live. Hope you're having a wonderful Monday. Start of a work week, we decided to bring you some laughter and enjoyment here at a brand new Ike Live show. Uh, sitting to my right, of course, the co-host of Ike Live, important part of the show. He's known as the crust of the show, Pete Glusick. How are you doing tonight, Pete? I'm doing great. Good doing to see great. you, man. I missed you, man. I missed you. It's good to have you in the studio. I was shocked. BTC told me uh, we're going to have you. Yes. You know. Cram it. Night. Cram it all in. Uh, I, that's I'm home. amazing. I'm home it's for amazing. five days. Let's Good cram it all in. Yep. Uh, Pete, let's run down the sponsors real quick that make this show possible because they're real important. Of course, our presenting sponsor brought to you by MTB, Mystery Tackle Box. Uh, we, we, we've started. We've coined the term. It's like Christmas to your doorstep once a month. It's unbelievable. Uh, we're going to be doing a live unboxing tonight. Um, Brian, are we going to be doing a pro box or elite box, or what are we doing tonight? It looks like we have a pro box. We're going to be doing unboxing the pro box tonight, but l- listen, if you're listening and watching and you don't subscribe to Mystery Tackle Box, listen to me. Now is the time to do it. Use the promo code IKELIVE when you sign up for your first box. If it's an elite box, Pete, you're going to get 50% off that. If it's a pro box, I'm sorry. It's One million percent off. 50 percent off. Sign up and get it, folks. Dude, this is too confusing. <laughs> just, just buy it. <laughs> just buy it. You just get a good discount. You're yeah. going to love it. You're going to have fun. It's amazing. It. It's all also, good. also brought to you by Flambeau. Uh, Flambeau's maker of great tackle storage system. Of course, they use the amazing Z-Rust, Pete. Keeps your baits rust-free. We need that this week. Yeah, it's a lot of, lot of rain. you got to have Z-Rust. Um, use the promo code IKELIVE. 20% off your entire order at Flambeau.com. Pete, what about scent? We talk about scent all the time. This stuff right here it has to be next to the line in Kugel. What is that? I had two bottles of Liquid Mayhem come in my last Pro Box. How about that? From Mystery Tackle Box. Wow. Scent is key. Scent is key. key. It's an important, most neglected part of everybody's fishing game. Don't neglect it, guys. Try Liquid Mayhem. Amazing scent. It's going to help you get a lot more strikes. Yeah, brought to you by Hobie Kayaks. Um, God, they're the. Uh, we talk about the Cadillac of kayaks. Kayak fishing is sweeping the country. If you want the absolute best hands-free kayak fishing, of course, the Mirage Drive pedal drive system. I gotta say, I'm a little jealous. Seeing Big Dave. Dude, Dave has taken hit. on to the kayak He's scene. He's out there hitting waters I haven't ever fished before. Unbelievable. Fishing all the time. A little jealous. It's unbelievable. And just a little sneak peek on tonight's show. We are going to have a amazing guest on tonight that fished Hobie Worlds in Sweden. We're going to talk to him about how that event went. Uh, brought to you by TH Marine, maker of great, amazing marine products for your boat. Pete, if you've got a John boat, if you've <laughs> got a crappy tin boat like Brian the Carpenter has, <laughs> if you've got a biggie small yacht, anything you own... TH makes a product for it. Make everything. They make everything. And we're going to be doing a TH review of a product tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about one of their great products. The next one, BU. What is BU, Pete? I see a hat on your head. <laughs> yeah, Bass University. Everybody knows that. Yeah. What do we got going uh, on over BU right It's now? all you need. Bass University. The uh, I'm wearing their cool, most popular uh, Blaze Orange Bass University hat. Guess what's coming up? What do you got? 
Father's Day. Father's Day? Father's Day is coming up. Um, man, I was blessed. My dad took me fishing when I was four years old. It changed my life. Um, we got a great Father's Day promotion going on. We're giving away this cool hat. Monthly, annual subscribers. Anybody that subscribes right now, you're going to get a really cool Bash University hat. Um, come on over and join us. It's it's $14.99 a month. You can cancel any time. 400 instructional seminars from the greatest anglers in the world, including Greg Hackney's Shallow Water Attack. Wow. Seminar is available on Bash University TV, who just won the Elite uh, using his Shallow Water you, Attack. You can get them on Bass U. You just can't get them on Ike Live. Right. You can't get them on Ike Live. Uh, <laughs> also brought to you by uh, Real Snot. Man, if you want to improve your casting distance, you want to kill line memory. Uh, you, you know, in the winter, you want to keep them cast long, keep the ice from forming. You got to try real snot. I'm telling you, I, we were out there right before the show started. We'll talk about this a little later in the show. I'm fishing a frog. I'm making giant casts with braid using real, using real snot. Long cast, cast I could not make without using that product. Go to the real snot website. Um, use the promo code IkeLive25. You get 25% off everything, mm-hmm. including the new Java product over there. Uh, and also, those guys donate a dollar of sale of all their products to the Ike Foundation, which is great. Shout out to Noah. Thank you for doing that. Uh, brought to you by Tackle Warehouse. Uh, everybody I know uses Tackle Warehouse. And finally, last but not least, Pete, Ike Live is brought to you by Line Cutters. Dude, awesome. Whether you it's the ring or the flat mount on your boat, dude, this is the way to cut line. Braided line, mono. If you're like Dave Brodzik, rope, whatever you're using, uh, line cutters is amazing. Can never find my pliers. It's always, if you use that flush amount, it's always there. Go to linecutters.com, use the promo code IKERULES, I'm sorry, IKELIVERULES20, you get 20% off anything on the line cutter site. Outstanding. It's pretty awesome. Also, yeah. IKELIVE25 on Liquid Mayhem site. Oh yeah, we'll get you twenty five percent off Liquid Mayhem products. Yes, wow. and their uh, their new scents are coming out. They, they were sending us some, um, uh, what's it, uh, Nightcrawler and uh, Anise Crawfish, I believe. Ooh. And they are without the red dye in them. They were supposed to be here. They didn't make them in here time for the show, but they do have some new stuff coming out. Very and, interesting. Uh, and uh, yeah, new scent, yeah, clear yeah. color, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Listen, oh, and, and uh, thank you to Traeger Grills for making us late every show. Yes, Traeger Grills, <laughs> thank you for the amazing food. We're stuffed, my belly's giant, uh, and we're late. Um, it's going to be a great show tonight. Thanks for hanging in there with us. It's a Monday. Come back in one second and join us. We've got a great show, including Nicholas Weedle, yeah, uh, yeah. recent compete, compete, uh, competitor compete at Hobie Worlds. We have Jim Miller, yeah. UFC superstar. Join us to talk about Lyme's disease. Murray, it's going to be a very interesting com- in face. confrontation. And uh, talking about the Sabine River. And we won't have Greg Hackney on the show tonight. Hang in there with us when we come back. More Ike Live. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Greg. Warning. The following live webcast might contain content that some people find crude, vulgar, or objectionable. When watching this program... Please make sure the room is well lit and do not sit too close to the screen. If you're uptight, easily offended, or lacking a sense of humor, please stop watching right now and leave the internet. Now it's time for Bike Live.
What is this foolishness? How many dreams can you shape in a minute, an hour? The kind of clean you like best. Lost three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost. Next time you win. Steamy, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. Folks at home, (laughs) folks at home, how you doing tonight? Welcome to a brand new episode of Ike Live. To my right, the wonderful, handsome man of the world. Mysterious. Pete Lucy. How you doing tonight, Pete? (laughs) I'm doing good, man. Good to see you. Good to be here. Tell me, what's what's new with Pete Lucy? Are we going to talk about why why the show was late? Oh, yeah. Talk about why the show was late. Yeah. Where were you, Pete? Why the show was late? Because the computer crashed. Because BTC touched it. <laughs> All on you. Has nothing to do with the fact that Pete had to take a dump. All right, computer update, Traeger grills, and Pete's dump all forced the delay of the show. But the good news is, the good news is though, it's true. But the good news is, do we have a great show in store for you tonight? Let me remind you who we have coming on. This is amazing. We have Nicholas. Weedle, um, competitor at recent Hobie Worlds. He happened to be the champion from the Hobie Qualifier at the Ike Foundation event. Can't wait to talk to him tonight. He's going to tell us about how Hobie Worlds was, how Sweden was, fishing for European perch, fishing for pike, fish for all these cool species. Can't wait to talk to him. We're also going to be talking to a great friend, not only of all of us, but of the show, uh, Jim Miller. Uh, You remember when Jim was here with his brother, uh, when he's in the figure four. Oh, it was great. It Headlocks. Was, it, it was great. And we're going to be catching up with Jim Miller, talking about what he's been doing. And Jim's also supporting a great cause, which is Lyme's awareness. And we're going to be talking about Lyme's disease. I think everybody here in the room probably has a story connected to Lyme's disease. I know I do. And we're going to be talking about that a little bit. And then uh, also in the beginning here, Pete, we're just going to be catching up with everybody, see how everybody's been. I'm going to talk a little bit about Sabine River. I want to talk about being in New York City, doing some fishing in New York. And, of course, we'll catch up with uh, Becky a little later tonight, too, Miss Rebecca, uh, about some Ike Foundation stuff going on. Um, Let me introduce the room. Uh, We've got a great cast of characters tonight in the room. Uh, And and I'm going to work a little bit out of order because I want to save our most important guests for last. Uh, In the booth joining us tonight, we've got Brian the Carpenter. Producing the show tonight, Brian. How are you? BTC. Good to see you, Brian. Hooray! I don't see you. There you go. There I am. <laughs> and all. yes, and sitting next to Brian the Carpenter, the one and only Eric the Intern. Eric, you look a little different hey, tonight. Hey, 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 guys. How you doing? Uh, I'm just uh, back here and uh, doing nothing like normal. All right, now, Eric. I got, first. I got to ask you real quick. Uh, you get a lot of grief from everybody for blowing up people's spots. Is this true, or what's the word? What's uh, well, the word where's around? the safe space at in this building? I need to go there now. Okay. Okay. 
All right. Is, well, there, a cray- cray- is there a Crayola room anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Obviously, that was a joke. Uh, Dave Brozick, Manning, I am tonight for a little bit. And Dave, we might see you out here on the couch in a little bit. We'll be swapping around. Perhaps. Glad to have you here tonight, Dave. By the way, nice shirt. We got a lot of comments early on our Traeger uh, feed on uh, Dave's shirt tonight. Stormtrooper shirt. Well, thank you for the gift, Mike. You're welcome. It looks good on you, man. looks great on you. Uh, on the couch tonight, we've got, to my right, the lovely Miss Rebecca. She's real, and she is a part of the show. <laughs> Rebecca, how you doing? <laughs> thank you. I exist. Ooh, that got loud. It did get loud. <laughs> did you just turn me on? <laughs> Here's the interesting thing. A lot, of, a lot of people don't realize there may be some viewers and listeners watching and listening to the show right now that haven't tuned in from day one. They don't realize that. You were here from the very beginning. You're real. I was. Now now I spend a lot of time behind the scenes. Right. A little tech support, yes. a little management, a little bit of all that stuff, right? Yes. Okay. Well, I I'm, end up behind the scenes because of, of mommy guilt, which I'm sure a lot of people can yeah. grasp. But mommy guilt. Yeah. Kids spend a lot of time at school and away from me, so it's right. kind of hard sometimes with the show to have somebody else put them to bed on a school night. Yeah. So yeah. I'm in and out. Well, I'm, I'm glad to have you here because I'm home for a short week, so this is more time we Very can spend short. together. So I'm glad you're here tonight. Uh, by <laughs> it's the way, nice to have you on the show. Thank you. I, I, nice. I dressed up for y'all because yeah, I <laughs> didn't really think I was going to be on until later. Beck, who are you wearing tonight? Oh, I have no idea. Athletic wear. Okay. <laughs> Athletic wear. And uh, Pete, last but not least, we have a, uh, a guy, brand new guy to not only like live, but a lot of the other things that we're doing in the business. Mm-hmm. Um Super happy to have him with us tonight, Charles. Charles Doherty tonight. Charles, how you doing? Welcome, Charles. What's going on? What's going on? Great to see hey, you. Hi. We ended up on the couch hey. together. We this were is, not supposed to be on the show either one of us. This is not how it's supposed to happen. <laughs> yes. I, I was outside my truck listening to like my Will Smith CD, and then all of a sudden I'm here. So yeah. What's going on? Let, let's, <laughs> let's, just, let's just be on, let's just be honest with everybody. And you were coming tonight to do a little business. Yep. You had no real plans to be here. You were kind of. Going to be talking to some of the guys, doing a little surveying, yeah. and Eric, the intern, bailed. And so you kind of, uh, we we said, you got to go to work. Yeah, hey, <laughs> so I'm all in. It's all good. It's yeah. all in. I'm much better looking than him anyway. That's so right. Like that. yeah, That's right. Yeah. Older and wiser. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. It's going to be awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Before we start, I want to I want to get into you know what everybody's been doing. Before we start, as always, Pete, want to start the show by thanking. Everybody in the military, active veterans, men and women, thank you guys for what you do. It's a crazy effing world out there. Every time I turn on the news, it's even more crazy. Thank you guys for what you do. Uh, policemen, firemen, EMT, thank you guys. Uh, appreciate your service. Uh, Pete, I, I'd like to hear from you. I want to start with you. What's what's new? Here's the thing that caught my eye. I, I do this all the time. Um, you know, I, I do social media because I do it for the business, but I also do it because I like following my friends and I like following my buddies. And uh, a couple days ago, I'm going through my Facebook feed and I see this really cool post about Jake. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about this, man. This is cool. This is very heartwarming. Yeah. I, what's going on? Tell I, me a little I, bit about it this. It is heartwarming, but I thought you were going to. I, that was the first post on Instagram I made in two and a half years. Oh, God. <laughs> I knew you were I active on there. really sad. I, I knew Pete was active on Instagram, but I didn't know he was that active. I've been more of a <laughs> Facebook guy. With it. I decided to You're light, showing light your age. my... I know. Wow. I decided to light my uh, Instagram page back up again. 
And, uh, Did you make the post in MySpace, though, or no? <laughs> <laughs> We're saving that one. What about WhatsApp? Okay. <laughs> but it was awesome. I mean, Jake's Jake's uh, derby this weekend was Saturday, the Parkway School uh, Annual Fishing Derby, which he won last year. Um, and this year, it was high drama. Wow. It was, what do you mean? It was high drama. A kid's fishing tournament yeah. and drama in a kid's fishing well, tournament. Well, here, let me, let me set this up for you. There's there's this little girl in Jake's class. Was she yeah. in a spot? Is is what? Was she up in a spot? No. Okay. No, they weren't. They were, was it they a community were, hall? They were, they were right across <laughs> from each other on the pond, and they were trash talking the whole time. <laughs> the, these two were working. Wow. Jayla, Jayla is her name, Yeah. and she won this derby two years ago. Wow. Right? Now, Jake, that, that was his first derby ever, and, and, and she, she won it handily. Last year, she had a tennis match. She's a tennis player, so she didn't come to the derby, and Jake won it handily yeah. last year. So this year, they're both there. Wow. They're both coming, and um, and it was a battle. They both went for most fish. You've got most fish or biggest fish. Mm. So they're battling out on numbers, cool. numbers of bluegills. We got our little spot staked out. Her and her dad are across the pond. We can talk to them. <laughs> yeah. And they got their spot staked out. And uh, we start to fish, and Jake is on a group of piranha right wow. from the word go. Eight casts in a row. Boom. One, two. Spawning three. fish? Like clusters nah, or just, nah. just eating? These are post-spawn eat- feeding These bluegill. are post-spawn feeding bluegill. Oh, man. And they were just, they were just uh. piranha feeding at his feet, and he was just, I was getting them off the hook. And just counting them as quick as I could, trying to stay with them. And, yeah. And um, and he's and she hadn't even started fishing yet. He, I mean, she just started. And he's already got eight, and he's like, "I got eight, Jayla." <laughs> he's hollering at across. Smack the talking. Smack talking. But then, I mean, she's a competitor, man. She started bringing it. Yeah. And uh, and and it was like he had fifteen, she had nine. He had 22. She had 17. Wow. And, yeah. and then gaps getting tighter and tighter. And then later in the derby, it's like a two-hour derby, our bank just went flat. Right. No bites. And their bank is Still lit up. Still catching them. Their bank is lit up, and she's one more closer. One more closer. And Jake pulls one out finally, first time in like 30 minutes. And and it wound up finishing 36, Jake, 34, Jayla. Wow. This is a battle. Tight. Wow. Yeah. Tight. It was fun. Unlike the Sabine River, that was a tight race. <laughs> was I, a I feel like race. they should have been interviewed. I would like to know what each child had to say about yeah. this tournament. Yeah. That'd be cool. You know, the thing about interviewing kids, which I love, is that they're so – they just say what's what's actually they're thinking. Yeah. I love that. Isn't that great? Yeah. Like, I wish adults were like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, this room has a bit of a problem with that. Oh, yeah, we do. We do. We'll say well, that a little I, bit. I was trying to, to, to help him, you know, using the techniques that I've used and we've talked about, about the mental side of fishing. Because he's like, I, I hear him getting spun out. He's like, Dad, Jayla's going to be there on Saturday. He's like, Jayla, 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 Jayla. <laughs> Before the event even starts. And I'm like, and yeah. I'm schooling him. I'm like, Jake, I said, don't worry about what Jayla's doing. Yeah. You concentrate on what you're doing. Yeah. And and that's all you need to think about. Yeah. You, you know how to do this. We'll work it together. And you'll be fine. But I, dude, he used Jayla as fuel. I wow. mean, it actually worked. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was spinning him out yeah. and it was actually fueling his fire. He's wow. like, I'm going to win. I'm going to beat this girl this That's time. That's awesome. What, what, cool scenario though that it was a, it was a girl, you know, a boy yeah. and a girl, you know, competing yeah. against each other. I love yeah. that about the sport of fishing. Right? 
And what a great example with two kids, you know? doesn't matter if you're a male or female, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh-oh. See some craziness going in the back. Something just happened? Oh, no. <laughs> Brian the Carpenter? Barbecue made him crazy. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to know anything? Or? No. Okay. Do you see the picture of Jake in the reeds? Nah, is that the picture? Maybe. I he, saw, I, I, I don't, can't remember. He, maybe it was. He was yeah. in a reed stalking, man. He was like, I'm that, you know, got slow. Yeah. And he, he started wading in up to his waist. Wow, looking and, around, and looking for bluegill. And he's like popping. going down the reed banks with, with his bait, you know, and catching them. Wow. That way, he's getting serious. That's awesome. Wow. Stalking. That's awesome. So, congratulations to Jake, by the way. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Two years in a row. Yeah, two years in a row. That's great. What was first place? A fully rigged bass boat? or? <laughs> sure. Actually, uh, thanks to Ike, the Ike Foundation, Yes. Uh, they gave prizes away to the two kids that have participated. They're in fourth grade now because that fourth grade, it ends. And they participated every single year, kindergarten through fourth grade. There were two kids that did every single year. Yeah. And those were the two kids that were awarded. Cool. The, uh, Five years in a row they did it. Yep. Participation wow. trophies. Very cool. cool. Very cool. Very cool. Good segue. Uh, Brian Carpenter talked to Becky a little bit about Ike Foundation. Big stuff happening. Big stuff going to happen here in the next month. A lot of excitement. Every time I walk in the office... I like it because there's really positive energy about the Ike Foundation. Yeah. Wanna you wanna catch everybody up? I know everybody watching and listening wants to know about what's going on with the Ike Foundation. Tell me a little bit. So our big event is coming up this summer, July twenty first. What is that big is event? Is the Pro Am, the Ike's Celebrity Pro Am. Oh. And it's crazy. This year we have so many of the pro boats. We've got so many pros coming out. It's lined up perfectly. It's right before the Chesapeake Elite. Right packed it's yes. awesome we're getting all these people signed up so we have the boat tournament going on on the delaware river yeah we have the kayak tournament which is a hobie world qualifier great tie-in because we have nicholas weedle on tonight yes and jim miller is also going to come out for our pro-am again he fishes with yeah. a pro and jim he won out. the boat the first year he did win the boat. so it's yeah, actually like it. the ike wow. foundation ike live night it's kind yeah. of fun cool so um, they fish on the tributaries of the Delaware River. Newton Creek, Cooper River. Yep. Yep. Um, Non-tidal. But while those guys are out fishing, that's great that they're out fishing, and, and, and we love that part. But here's the awesome, the best part of the whole thing, is that we put on a free family fun fest in Camden on the waterfront. Absolutely front. free. Everyone that shows up, every kid gets a free tackle box from Flambeau. They go station to station. They play games. They eat food. They do all sorts of stuff. They fill up the tackle box with tackle, and they just get to experience fishing in this, like, real fun, entry-level type way. They learn how to cast. They play some games, learn about fish. It's just it's a, it's a cool, fun thing. Yeah. yeah. We also have bands playing, so there's music. We have a beer garden. There's food. This year, we have added the High School Skills Challenge. So if there's any high schools or high schoolers in the area, it is free. So we sign up teams of two. It's free. You don't even have to have that much fishing experience. We'll really work with you and teach you. It's it's going to be skills like, you know, tying a knot and casting and all sorts of fun stuff. But the Bass University, I think we're going to tie in together. So there's a lot of instruction with it. But it's just going to be cool. a great way to get some like older kids out there and get them interacting with the pros, learning yeah. a little bit, and maybe showing off some of their skills or learning skills. Yeah, it's going to be a cool thing. Very cool. But yeah, the night before. And what what dates are we talking about here, by the way? July twenty first. All that that I just said is July Saturday, 21st, July twenty first on the Camden waterfront. Yeah. But 
Friday night, the 20th, we're on the Battleship New Jersey. Wow. That's Woo! the coolest cool venue. Experience. That is a cool it, venue. Yeah, you look right. out at the Philadelphia skyline. Yeah. Having some drinks. Buying some tickets. I have this. Some through tornado that blew through yeah. last year. I, I we're hoping to not have a tornado <laughs> again. That's what I was going to say. I have this this vision of the Battleship last year where yes. I, I that storm started to come through. And I looked to my left, and it was Dave. Uh, were you there, Dave, with your wife? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Dave and Mel and Brian and Heather yes. and Becky hair. and all all the ladies. And all of a sudden, the storm came through. And, dude, the hair. hair <laughs> I just remember the hair. Hair and dresses were flying. Oh, dude, it was the all over the place. There I remember trying hair. to hold one of the walls and, like, taking the lift off. And I'm not a, a, a tiny girl. Yeah, John McGraw like, was I, there. Like, and the off. wind actually yeah. picked up G. And John was holding G by her pinky. <laughs> <laughs> she was, she was like a kite, like an Asian kite in the sky. Poor John and G. I hope yeah. she texts you later. Yeah, like a small Asian kite. <laughs> but no, we 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 hope to not have any um, hey, that was, crazy that weather. That was awesome. I thought that time. was an eventful thing to watch that storm come what? through. Yeah, you know, come right up the river like that, mm. and you know, we were well protected. But uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. We, we were pretty safe on a battleship. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We, we were yeah, going down. You you're know? Okay. You're okay. We, I, I, don't, I don't think it was level flotation and all, but I think we were safe. Yeah. We definitely weren't going down. Now, Beck, here's the real question. There's people watching listening. They're getting excited. They want to come hang out. They want to support kids fishing at the dinner. They want to bring their family, their kids out on Saturday. Or they want to fish with one of these pros or celebrities. How can they sign up? Where do they go? Where do they go to sign up for all this stuff? Go to the IkeFoundation.org. All the information for every single one of those events for that weekend is on the website. So the IkeFoundation.org. You can follow our Facebook, our Instagram, if you want to you know, catch fun little snippets of stuff. But at the end of the day, the website has everything to sign up. Any new uh, pro anglers added to the list? Yeah, I know we just added um, Kevin Short, Jared Lintner. A word? Jared um, Lintner. Yeah, Yeah, they cool. keep uh, – the pros keep getting added every single week because the pro boats keep names. filling. We want names. Wow. Yeah, well, go, we go back with names. We got Aaron Martins fishing this year for yes. the first year. Very excited to have him. Yeah. Steve Kennedy. Oh, man, I just love it. Uh, <laughs> we've got uh, – We've got Ish Monroe, John Ish Monroe, Cruz, Cliff, Hi- Crochet, Cliff Crochet, Carl Jockamson. Here's a couple that I'm excited about. Gary Klein, Shaw Grigsby. Yeah, I mean, cool. two of the guys. Yeah, what's awesome. What's neat about that is these are guys when when all of us. I'm sure I'm speaking for everybody. Yeah, even when Pete. we were young, dude, they're the guys we looked up to. Yep. You know what I mean? So having them out is cool. It brings it brings a cool element to it. You know? Yeah, I don't like that Shaw's in it. I think he did pretty good the last time. <laughs> he did he do did. good. <laughs> That's he right. Go on. I know where he's running. Yeah, he was uh, he was pretty strong. He's gonna be tough. To he will be. Kevin now. Short was didn't he do well in the double? Kevin, Kevin did. did do good. And if You're he goes back there, yeah, yeah, he might it. be all right too. Man, yeah, yeah I tried to do what he did. That didn't work out. Yeah. It, the, what's that, Brett Beatty? I, I tried to do what he did and it didn't work out. For uh, me. That's right. You did that one year. Yeah. Yeah, but you had guys weighing you down like a like an anchor. <laughs> Some strong, but Joe Sancho's coming out again. Joe Sancho oh, has Joe's won our back. event yeah. before, yes. so and Jim, got Jim, some yeah, great guys. Jim Miller's a undefeated tournament angler, by the way. Yes. So, <laughs> he know. could be coming back for blood, man. Hey, that's bold to, to hey, put his got, undefeated record on the line like that. Yeah. We've got some great UFC guys coming out. We do. Yeah. Now that's we want to talk about who we got coming out to let's mention some other UFC for all our 
UFC viewers that followed the any UFC. Men out who, there. who else we got? Adam Milstead, who I did not realize how big he was into fishing, but if you follow his I see, I see social media, yep. he's fishing all the time, like all over the country. Wow. Awesome. And we got Clay. Clay the Carpenter. Yeah. Believer. Clay the Carpenter comment. I, I'm excited, man, yeah. to have Clay here. Cool. Yeah. We got some, Very excited. Some cool guys coming out. Yes. Very exciting. Do you feel competition that there's another Carpenter in the event? Yeah, Bri. Nah. <laughs> it's not, like a not stall. In the, not in the carpenter realm. <laughs> I'm not threatened. It's uh, everything else. Uh, how about uh, the no-show interns? Uh, what are we going to talk about them? He's out. Wait, who is that? Uh, is it's that? Eric, I'm back. Oh, Eric the intern is here. Yes, hang I'm on. Not... Oh, hang I see on. I see your I see the poof of hair coming out. Just the front. Stop talking for a minute. My phone's just tripped. Oh. Hang on. Oh, you're on your phone again. Okay. Yeah, all right. What? <laughs> are you here? Oh, Eric, so no, Eric, the big question is um, yeah. I thought you weren't showing up tonight, but now no, you're I'm here. here. I, my hair, I had a hair problem. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Just a hair quaff. It's sticking out of there. hat now in the front. Okay. Oh, good. It's oh, there. God. It's all out the front. It wasn't out the front earlier. I almost had to call out. Gotcha. Now, what, where were you at earlier in the day? Then? Yeah, I had the hair. It wasn't coming out the hat properly. It was all the way back. Oh, okay. I went to the safe space. I talked to the Chrysler's counselor, and they the got me square. They gave me a comb. <laughs> And it's out the front of the hat now, and I'm okay. We're all going down. It's going to be so hot. Oh, man. Gotcha. Well, Eric, thank you and your super, super busy schedule. I'm sorry. I was looking at my phone. What? Show up. Oh. Uh, Okay. Sorry. Okay. Uh, You know he's listening. He's so mad right now. Um, good. To, uh, back, back. Thank you for the update. Now this, this is actually another good segue, and I want to jump. Charles, I want to talk to you a little bit. Uh, first of all, let me tell you, we're excited, man, to have you on the team. And uh, you know, without getting into specifics, you're going to be representing a lot of the facets that you hear about on the show all the time. Yeah. Ike Live and Bash University and Pro Edge and a lot of the things that we do every day. Dude, I, I just got to tell you, thank you. Very excited to have you. Very I, I'm welcome probably more, you. I'm more stoked than anybody else. I'm, I appreciate it. I really appreciate the opportunity. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. It's awesome. I'm pumped. Now, there's a lot of people watching right now, and they're kind of like, well, wh- wh- wait a minute. Yeah, wh- wh- what's going on? It, t- tell me a little bit about Who Who are you? Tell, give me your background. Yo, that's a long story. You got four hours? We I'm got four kidding. hours. <laughs> Brian, and Brian uh, needs to fill it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Since well, he can't get Hackney right. on the show. Right, everyone get comfortable. <laughs> Hackney who? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm from North Jersey originally. I grew up uh, Jefferson Township, Lake Opacon. And, Opacon, uh, Lake Opacon, Old yeah, yeah, grounds, yeah, Pete. yeah, yeah, Weed yeah. Lines. yeah, yeah. Uh, Lees, yeah. Moved, moved all around New Jersey, but I'm a Jersey guy. I've been here my whole life and uh, been in sales pretty much for like my entire life. Yeah, put it that way. Um, love fishing, love hunting, and uh, you know met you guys and just became a natural fit. So. Yeah, it's pretty much it. Very cool. Yeah. Now you have a cool kayak tie-in, which I love. I too. do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we're dealing with kayak fishing every day yeah. in in some form or another. Yeah. How did you get introduced into kayak fishing? I tell you what, it, it I grew up on the front of a bass boat. Shout out to my dad; he's probably watching. Sorry. Uh, he taught me how to fish. Five yeah. years old. It's my stepdad, so it's even cooler. He took the time to teach me and really get me into it. So, thank you. Um, thank you, Dad. Yeah, thank you, Dad. Um, but it came to the point where I just wanted to fish more. I, yeah. I didn't fish for a while, probably yeah. about 10 years. I just didn't do it. Yeah. It wasn't something I was into, um, just with life. And, you know, one day I said, you know, what? I really want to get back into it and, and, you know, 
I bought a couple new rods, I got some tackle, and, and then it just like it lit. You yeah, know, that the old fire was it, reignited. It, man, it was like a trigger grill going off with some with some, yeah. some smoked meat. It got yeah. crazy. So super smoked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, half the town can't see. <laughs> but I couldn't afford a bass boat, and you know where I was at and where I was living down by the Delaware River, it just wasn't the North Delaware River. It just wasn't you know bass boat friendly. So I got in the kayaks. Right. Um, my first kayak was a sit on top of the paddle. I'm a big guy, obviously. wasn't very comfortable. And uh, my wife, we, she'd come home from work every night. I was sitting there looking at videos, looking at videos of Hobie kayaks, looking at videos. Look, one night she walks in, she's like, "Would you just f and buy one already?" <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, all right, fine. I'll, I'll f and buy one." Yeah. Uh, but then it it all became like just something different. It became more. Yeah. You know, um, I ended up actually instead of selling that kayak. That I had, I donated it to Heroes in the Water. Fully rigged up wow. deal. You know, I wanted it to help someone else the way it helped me. Yeah. You know, you talk very about cool. a lot of times it's a healing thing yeah. for me. Very cool. It helped me find my passion. It yeah. really did. And then from there, I just got the Hobies are so comfortable. I, you know, you're out there with the Mirage Drive. You can actually fish. You're not fiddle farting with a paddle. It's just, it's fun. Yeah. It's like having a bass boat without the sixty-five thousand uh, dollar without the price without, tag, without the price tag and the registration, without the gas, the gas, without the insurance, the, the pain of parking, well, yeah, back yeah, parking, in the trailer yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I, re- I really enjoy my sixty-five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna go out with your boat. <laughs> no, no, I know everyone has their own thing, but yeah. for me, it just wasn't it wasn't that niche. I yeah, could, I couldn't, you know, yeah, be in that space. So, yeah. And, you know, I do some tournaments, not nothing crazy, but I like to get in every now and then, get a little competition flowing, and uh, that's it. I mean, yeah. it's, now I have too much crap in my kayak, and, you know, I need to yeah. trim it down. Well, it's a, com- it's a common, I hear the story a lot, Pete, um, people that fished and sort of fell out of it and then reignite it by entering kayak fishing. In yep. fact... We have another guy in the room, Dave. I'm a, yeah, Dave Brodsky. He's going through that yeah. same process. You're going it? through that process. I want to talk. I want to call you to play a little bit. Talk about it because similar story. It's not that you didn't stop fishing, but you had he you stopped. had the sixty thousand dollar Ranger. Yeah. You were doing the tournament stuff. Sure. That's a bunch of. Sometimes it's a bunch of shit. You get disenchanted with it. Yeah. And you're, dude. I've seen in the last two or three weeks. I've seen fire in your eye again. That you're just excited about the sport again. A lot of it has to do with the kayak. Correct. It does. Tell me a little bit about it, because it's the same story that Charles has said, but a little different. Tell me about it. Right. So for me, uh, when I had that when I had that payment sitting on the side of the house, yeah, it was all well and good when the kids were like really, really small, six months to a year old. Yeah. Then they want to start hanging out with dad. Yeah. And now it's like I have that burden on the side of the house. I feel obligated to go out and compete in the big water with it. I wasn't feeling comfortable out in the water, and I wasn't feeling comfortable at home because I had that thing, and I had the urge to compete. Yeah. Boat went away. I crashed it. Boat, <laughs> boat went away. On purpose? No, no, no. Uh, no, no. I've told that story. I've told Dave, that story. It's too late. They won't come back after. You can admit it now. No. Statue of Limitations is about 15 years on its own. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, hey, we're talking about the kayak, oh, right? that's right. So, yeah. <laughs> boat was gone for a while. I was fishing co-angler for a little bit, fishing from the bank. Fishing out of John McGraw's canoe that he that he abandoned in my house like the SS Minnow on the on the beach, right? I just, I just finally got him to take that back like the other night. I had him over for dinner. It could have been worse. He could have left his brother on the side of your house. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I wondered what that rotted thing was inside of it. I'm like, all right. Yeah. No. So. Sorry, Mike. 
So, you know, thanks to you, Becky and Hobie, I got I got a PA12 about a month ago. PA12, good guy. And yeah. I have about I have been out in it every day ever since. A yeah. couple days during the week, every day on the weekend, not the whole day either. It's yeah. like it's so much more convenient than launching a big boat. Yeah, and we and, and we hit on that, right? Yeah. It, it, it's a lot of times when you're fishing in a bass boat, it's an all day thing. It's this big commitment. But the kayak makes it it makes it easy. You got three hours to yeah. drop it in. It's easy. Yeah. Right in the back of the truck, you know, I have a five and a half foot bed, so I have a bed extender. Yeah. I literally built a a, a stand. It's a little X stand, I call it. You know. Yeah. And I back it right into my garage, slide it off, and when I want to go fishing, I slide it on, go down the ramp. Slide the kayak off, park my truck, and I'm gone. And I leave everything on easy. it. You know, yeah. when you're out there for guys like us, I mean, it's comfortable. Yeah, you're comfortable. You're not yeah. sitting on a hard piece of plastic in 90 degree weather. And like, yeah, and it here, sucks. And here's the other thing. I, I, I want to. <laughs> I do want to bring this up. This yep. is a great point because I've had this question asked before. A lot of people watching, a lot of people listening have had it at shows. You know, I'm sort of a small guy, but you two guys are big dudes. Yeah. Any you. No problem. You right. stand on mine, no problem. Yeah, you can't compare. So what, what I did prior to having a kayak was compared to what it was like inside of a canoe or what it was like inside of like a uh, one of those pontoon-type bass hunter boats. Yeah. And it, it, it can't, it's not comparable. Right. You know, I'm 6'3", 240. Charles is a big guy, probably like 6'2", 6'3", probably around 240. And it, it's, it's, it, it's not even... What, am I being generous? Yeah, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. You're a sweet man. You're a lovely, lovely man. I like your hair as well. Uh, <laughs> so, no, I mean, I, I, I can't, like, every single Hobie dealer will is mostly on the water, and you can go test one, and you will immediately see that yeah. they're not some flimsy, shaky thing that, you, that, yeah. that you're sitting in. They're, they're such, it's a very stable platform. Yeah. When, so, my, when my butt's tired from sitting down, I stand up. Yeah. And when I need to flip, I absolutely stand up. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's awesome. It's reinvigorated. Yeah, it, like you said, it reinvigorated me. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm in the process now of outrigging it. I yeah. got my electronics. I got my power pole. I'm waiting for some different things to come in. That's kind of fun, too, in. isn't it? It, it? it reminds me. It does remind me of what we used to do to the crawl dads back in the day. It's Pimping like this. You're yeah. tricking out souping your Souping up your rig. You're souping it up. Yeah, yeah, but kayak. We, yeah, ha- yeah. we had to it's figure cool. But we had to figure that out trial and error. Right. I went on I went on this dude's site, Kayak uh, DIY. <laughs> I just, everything that dude did, I just, just copied. Stole everything. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's mine now, yeah. yeah. No. Internet yeah. thief. Yeah. Him and there's this other like, it's like Latino true. dude from go. Arizona, Bass yeah. something or other. He he's really does a really good job with his kayak rigging, and I just yeah. stole stuff from those two dudes. Yeah. You know? Hey, but awesome. I want to say something. So you guys touched on the fact that like you can be a bigger guy and totally comfortable in a kayak, but having small children that are five and seven, oh, yeah. those hobies are made to be able to fit them too. Stella's oh, yeah. five. She's like she's squat. Yes. And she can use that pedal drive system. Oh yeah. So it's amazing, like the the array of sizes that yeah. that you can like extend the pedals yeah. and you know shorten whatever. They're yep, comfortable a sport, for everybody. Yeah. Sport model, the Outback. I mean, they're all they're all great models. I yeah. always say when when you know I, I do shows, Hobie and stuff like that. I always say they thought of everything. Oh yeah, they literally Very well thought they out. didn't say let's just put a kayak out and let's have it have a drive and it'll work great. Yeah, they said, all right, let's think of everything. They did because like yeah. you said, those pedals are adjustable. They come closer to you and yeah. and, and you know little kids can use seats it, you know adjustable. I mean? yeah, pedals yeah, everything's adjustable. adjustable. Yeah. So. Crazy. You don't have to be, you know, adult or someone my size or someone your size to yeah. use it. Anybody can use it. Yeah. It's great, you know. Very cool. You know, it's cool about the the other stuff, but the kayak uh, kayaking is the community. Yes. You meet a lot of cool people. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, you guys know Tom Michael. I've met him. Tom My Michael's buddy great. Charles Brion. Yeah. I met him through. We become great friends. Sportsman's Outpost down there, Kathy. Like those people are such nice people. Yeah. yeah. You want to talk to them. You yeah. want to hang out with them. Yeah. You know, and that to me has been the most fun. You know, is traveling around and meeting these people. You know, Nick yeah. Nick Weddle, Weedle, Weddle. I always mess it up. I met him last year. One of the coolest guys ever. Until he told me he was staying in his van. I'm like, dude, this is the wrong area to stay in your van. <laughs> He's like, is you sure? I'm like, dude, this is not the spot to do this. <laughs> yeah. but he was like in Camden? Yeah, yeah, it was like legit staying in his van. Wow. He's like, you fine? I'm like, you braver wow, than me, dude. dude. Yeah. Are you packing? A, I need yeah. to write a note yeah. about this. You ask this question. Yeah, wow. I mean, he's at the ramp. I'm wow. like, are you sure? Wow. But everyone's Dang. really nice, you know, and everyone wants to wow. help everyone. It's not, you know, it's not out to screw you or anything like that. So it's mm-hmm. cool. It's nice. It's I noticed that with the kayak community, it's yeah. it's it's uh, it, it, it like in in our fishing world, we kind of like hide a lot of secrets, hold a lot of, tell a lot of lies. Right. <laughs> lies. Well, no, no, there's some there's some guys like that out there too, but there's some you know there's some guys that'll pull up on a spot next to bass boats and just absolutely drop the hammer, and the guys in the bass boats aren't catching them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'll kick the kayak guy. Well, it's fair game at that point, but you know, for the most part. Everyone's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Now, now, Dave, I'm very, very excited. Um, I know also you've been doing a lot of filming, a lot of content. Yes. I'm very <laughs> excited to see some of this content. Where's all the footage at? Why why aren't we seeing anything yet? <laughs> hey, before we go down that, uh, that one uh, road again, right. I have to say my favorite piece was the Stormtrooper. He's, he's getting back. The flash back. dance? Eric's da, 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 The flash dance? Dude, doing... that was amazing. That was awesome. Know. You were like speed pedal drive system. That uh, was hilarious. Nah. I appreciate it. So, oh, uh, wait that. a minute. Who just came back? I was talking to Dave, but somebody else is back there now. Who is that? Uh, I'm back. Uh, oh, Eric. Yeah, Dave dumped his two SD cards off on me with great footage, but I didn't have time to put them all together. What? Hold on, hold on, my phone's ringing. Hang on, my phone's ringing. Oh, your phone's ringing. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, I'm back. Uh, wait a minute, what were, what were we talking about? Oh, Dave, dude, two chips, great footage. I didn't have time to process it. What? Gotta edit that stuff, Eric. It's good. It's gold. It's liquid gold. Right? So as everyone knows, don't ever bail on Ike. <laughs> if you're a part of a crew, if you're a guest, I've learned a lot tonight. Don't bail. I'm not coming back because if I can't make it, I mean it lasts a good year to make it look out. Be- Be- Becky, they just can't. Be- Becky, yes, Eric. Becky, the Americans with Disabilities Act states you need to have a safe space for me ASAP. <laughs> Oh, the handbag uh, too much. The Hades is just I'm triggered. I'm triggered. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> All right, Eric. Thank you. <laughs> We're sure. Just, uh, <laughs> Oh God, show I'm not sure where. who we're hey, worried to. The hey. people who show up or the people don't who don't uh, show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I on. think that's half the reason Uh-oh. guys are bailing from the show. I think they're getting scared to come on. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, too harsh. You, you might have found that. I think, I think <laughs> that that's We've had some repeat offenders, so you know who's oh, got man. thick skin. Yeah, well, you gotta. I mean, we we actually make the Jersey though. Yeah, right now we can't help no, it. You have to. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. We make fun of each other. We make fun of our own. No, we have a policy. We have a policy. What is the policy? We don't make fun of anyone. We make fun of everyone, yeah, we're just and we include balls. ourselves. It's so Jersey to bust it's, balls, isn't it? It's it's in your blood. It really yeah. is. It when is. you're when you when you're born into the world. Yeah, it's there. Brian Carpenter. Oh, so, I mean, if anyone's offended, my God, I'm called Fatty on the show. <laughs> 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 so, 
right. You did probably get the worst nickname <laughs> out of everybody. But like I'm, Brian the Carpenter was mad at, at it in the beginning, and now he's like famous because of the Brian the Carpenter name. So, and and Dave, you did get the short end of the stick. On so the Mike, names. Mike, while you were gone, and Pete, you probably don't notice this happening, but uh, Straycast. <laughs> Straycast is another podcast for people who haven't dialed in yet, hosted by Pat Renwick the yep. and Ryan Whitaker Shout and, out to and Pat. his crew, right? So they, uh, Pat, during Christmas time, asked me to call up and roast his whole crew, mm. and I put them on fire. Oh yeah, they had nothing to say. <laughs> so they didn't love it. For those that for <laughs> those that want to watch it, if you go back to Straycast, it was they did uh, not love it. Is that what you said? God no. So Brandon, it was the episode with Brandon Palinick. There was like twelve guys on that show. Yeah. So, but it, it's listed as Brandon Palinick. If you go to look, but look okay. back, I hammered these dudes. Well, anyway, <laughs> they have their version of Eric, and his name is JP. And JP was like an unsuccessful and aspiring like white rapper. And yeah. So he was. Yeah. So I lit him up, and long story short, he started ripping on my garden the other night. On your on your garden. On oh, my gardening. Oh, he challenged so, you into a one on one. Well, he challenged me first off into a one on one fishing. Renwick and him challenged me on Jeffrey's one on one fishing. Yeah. Fishing, and not then, gardening. And fishing. then they start talking about how I don't fish anymore, <laughs> and like, oh, all I do is garden. And so JP tonight uh, said, "I'm going to quote: <laughs> Do you know petunias are the perfect flowers for pussies? <laughs> the plant is non-toxic for cats and dogs." <laughs> <laughs> Because I sent him a video the other day when he was insulting my flowers. I sent him a video saying, talk about me all you want, but don't talk about my flowers. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, they're coming up for your event. He may be coming up. If he comes up, I want to challenge him to a rap battle right here in studio with you on the one and two. Wow. Yeah. Going down. Yes. Going I want down. to see that. I will take, because he won't take me on in my water. Wow. I'll drown him deep. But Man. I'll take him on in his white rapping. I will tear we him might have up. Like I like it. It's, it's that's actually Dave, good fishing, idea. rapping, improving. Yeah, Dave, pruning, I, yeah. if that Pruning's happens, important. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. <laughs> if that happens, I'll set up the DJ equipment and I'll spin for the battle. And he's got to face Stormtrooper in a rap battle. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Dave raps, dude. Dave raps. Dave does it's everything. It's gonna be so legit. Dave does everything. Of course he does. Gardening, of course he raps. Rapping. Kayaking. <laughs> speaking of speaking of rapping, this is a good segue. This I know. Failing. Segway. Fishing. Gardening. Rapping. This is. Don't forget failing. <laughs> yes. Failing. This is, is anyone a, still watching? I don't know. So who cares? It doesn't er, matter. Er, Eric. It. Eric is. Eric's the only one. No, we have one not. viewer. Right now. <laughs> By the way, we do this for us. We don't do this for anybody else. Um, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> this is the only chance we got to hang out. God damn it! We got to do it. We got to make it like a business. Uh, I, I want to tell you. Speaking of rapping, this is this is the story I wanted to tell you earlier. I'm going to take it back to Lake Travis. Lake Travis event. Okay, this is a great story. Lake Travis. Uh, I had an okay first day. I had a really good second day. I come off the water the second day, and I'm in the bag line, and there's always people, like, outside the bag line wanting autographs and pictures and saying hi. And I'm going down the line, I'm going down the line, and then all of a sudden I get to the end of the line, and I, he's like, there's this kind of little short dude, like, sort of crew cut, and it's this look and smile, and he's like, hey, Ike. And I'm like, holy shit, Steve McCourt. Get out of here. Yes! <laughs> Steve McCourt, one of, one of our uh, comrades, fishing comrades from back in the day. There wasn't a lot of them. 
from Glendora. There's Steve. He's there with his wife, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. new wife, or I think, and uh, it was awesome. Wow. See him there. That's it was cool. unbelievable. But so what's we, the best part? Well, here's the best part. So we had all this great conversation, and we were laughing and talking old stories and how we used to get kicked out of places for trespassing and, yeah. you know, the techniques cool. we'd use to not have the cops called on us. It was awesome. <laughs> the good stuff. And he goes, you know, and, and I got to go back and do tackle. He's got to leave. He's like, man, man, before you leave, I got something for you. And so he's like, I'm parked next to you in the parking lot. I'm all right, all right, all right. And I get over there, and as I walk over, first of all, you gotta, you gotta have this. I have this image of Steve, and it's gotta be true, right? He's in Texas. He's been in Texas now for 20 years. Okay. He's got an Eagles T-shirt on, <laughs> with like, with jeans. It's like 90 degrees out. And he's got jeans on, and he's got a gold chain outside of the Eagles jersey. And as we're walking up, he's you like, yeah, yeah, come on, come on, I'll park next to you. No. As we walk up, dude, he's got a Mustang. <laughs> A 5-0? Like an old school Mustang. Of course he does. Souped up, dude. Yeah. Like, Kranger rims. Like, <laughs> awesome, dude. I'm like, That's so cool. oh my god, this is awesome. He goes, I got something for you. And he goes in his car, he pulls it out, and he goes, wait a minute. I'm going to play it before I give it to you. He's got a baseline DJ's CD that he had on tape that he transferred to a CD. And he's playing it as he's giving me a copy of it. Oh Dude, and he's God. blasting it. He's got subs. And it's <laughs> oh, yeah. Now tell oh everyone baseline God. DJs. Yeah, so back in the day when we were in high school and through through college, I DJed and I had the, a, a, a mobile disc jockey company called Baseline Disc Jockeys. And, and I <laughs> yes. put together these mixtapes, cool. early mixtapes. It was like the late 80s, early 90s. And he had one. And uh, and he's like, yeah, yeah, wait, wait, listen to this part, listen to this part. And all of a sudden, it like played this mix, and it was. And I'm like, damn, that was smooth, smooth mix there. And all of a sudden, this voice came on. He's like, this is a baseline disc jockeys production. Duction. Oh man. And it was me. <laughs> like, you kept the shit for all these years. That's awesome, dude. And I have the CD. I have it. It's in my not? truck. My truck's coming Whoa. tonight. Oh, you have to listen to that. Uh, Josh the Driver, if you're listening tonight, Josh the Driver is delivering not only my rig, but the CD, and we'll have dude, it tonight. Dude, That's my awesome. senior year of high school, I hung out with him that whole summer yeah. like, until we graduated and beyond, then he went into the Army. He but went man, to the Army. It was one of my funnest summers of all time oh, with yeah. that dude. He was a party from 9 o'clock oh, in the morning till. He shut you down at four in the morning, nonstop, funny as hell, dude. Dude, he's so <laughs> he's so Jersey. He's so just. Is he still? Oh, he's dude, he's the wow. same dude. Dude, he he's lived military, on Timber right? Creek. Oh yeah, Him he lived his... on Timber Creek. Yeah. He's the same dude. He's so, military. He's military. Yeah, Lifer and military. He he's, still in, he's still in the military. Yeah, okay. He's in recruitment right now. Okay. And uh, we need to hear this music. Oh, dude, it's uh, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll play it next. We show. need to we'll hear Steve McCourt on the show. That dude is a riot, man. Oh no, it's good. No, no, you'll like it. It's good. But uh, now here, here's the thing, and this is this typical Steve. So I'm like, man, you know, like, how's the fishing been for you? He's like, dude, I, man, I've been smashing them. I, three or four times a year, I go to this lake, I catch ten pounders at will, and I'm like, what do you mean? Oh yeah, I drive down to this lake in Mexico, <laughs> you know, like uh, that's him, oh, dude, and that's totally him. Like, people are getting their yeah. heads chopped off, fearless, dude. 
He yeah. tows his yeah. own boat yeah. with his own truck yeah. to this lake, like, way yeah. south of El Salto. Yeah. Like, I'm not talking about El Salto or a Cucaracha or these lakes or whatever they are. Cucaracha. <laughs> a, Cucaracha or whatever. technical they are. name. Yeah. Yeah. Is, he towing, is he towing with that Mustang? I was going to say, know. the 5.0? No, I, I don't think he's towing that. But, dude. It's crazy. Dude, Fearless. He was like that we were nineteen. He had a he had a hot rod that was messed up back then. We had to <laughs> we had to stop we had to stop like every like ten miles to someone's garden hose and fill up his radiator. We would have my Coleman crawdad on the top of his car and he'd be like, Dude, I got this spot. We'd be in the middle of these million radiator. dollar houses. Like in the middle of Medford dragging our crawdad through these like landscape lawns to their private lakes and fishing it. Dude. Oh yeah. He'd be like, I have this awesome spot. Like, yeah, yeah. Dude, so it's like this is a private community. Dude, and here and here's awesome. a gr- here's a great way to end the story. So we're we're there, he's playing this song, he's blasting it in this old Mustang, you know. And where where are you now? You're in the in weigh-in the, line. We're in the parking lot now, and all of, the guys are around you. Well, it's up from the weigh-in. Are okay, people so coming for autographs? People are still coming for autographs. <laughs> but here's bumping. the funniest thing. And here's and here's how it ended. We're kind of saying our goodbyes, and but he still has the music blasting. And all of a sudden, like this dude came down that lived like near the parking lot, and he's like. Man, you gotta turn that music down. <laughs> <laughs> What's the yeah, there's a loud as get oh, out way in going on blasting. Oh, yeah, that didn't great. offend the guy. No. The music, the, the music, baseline yeah. DJs. Oh, did. Baseline Mike, DJs. Mike yes. was Steve like, huh? It's twelve o'clock. Can't hear no, you. No, <laughs> we turned it down. No, but it, but we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty awesome, man. Crazy. Pretty awesome. That's a good. That's a good sighting, man. Damn, yeah, it was good. <laughs> All uh, right, I'll be back. Okay, uh, Brian, how we doing? Keep going. We never <laughs> talked about Sabine. Yeah, let's do a little more catch up. We'll take a break and then we'll come back with with Nick. Does that work? Yeah. Are you going to talk about Sabine today or not? Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about it a little uh, bit. Then we'll go yeah. to Nick first. Yeah. By the way, let me remind everybody watching. We do want to hear from him, right, Brian? We'd love to. Yeah. We've got the IM open, Pete, oh, sure. as you know. You actually Eric have Manning someone. To, no, yeah. you'll have someone that'll respond on the IM. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold blooded. Yeah. <laughs> right. We actually have somebody working at home tonight that'll that'll respond back to you. Um, if you've got a question or comment at any point during the show, please hit us up on the IM. Also, if you're watching through Facebook, through the Ike Live Facebook page, uh, send your comments through there, and we're also checking it periodically. Pete, I think. Yes, I think. Well, you had a good event down there to Sabine. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, Sabine was good. Mm -hmm. Sabine was good. We talked about earlier, it reminded me a lot of uh, the James River, Mm -hmm. how it was fishing. You know, crowded conditions of, you know, bass in more limited areas. Um, Did you you go up the river? Did you fish one of these canals? So I, you know, I ended up, uh, I, I ruled out the Sabine itself because I thought the overcrowding would not make it winnable. And mm-hmm. first and second place both came from the Sabine. <laughs> so that was the wrong move. But uh I ended up concentrating on the next two rivers over to the to the west, which were the Natchez and uh Taylors, uh which is both wins the prior years both came from the Taylors area. So I spent one day in Taylors, one full day in Taylors, one full day in Natchez and then the last day I decided to go back to Taylor's because I felt like the quality was better there. But it very much remind, it reminded me of what, what you see on, on tidal rivers in the summer, which is they want it current. They want it shade. You know, it's mm-hmm. 
I don't care if you're in Texas or Maryland, dude. It's the same. They want the same things, right? Makes sense. Yeah. Summertime pattern. And, um, you know, isolated wood, isolated pieces were, were real key for me. Isolated cypress trees, um, a laydown log were, were real key. And the other thing I noticed that I see a lot on, on tidal rivers, and I'd like to spin it to you on why this is, is in both areas I fish. And I end up spending one day in Taylor's and two days in Natchez. It seemed like the flatter banks outproduced the steep banks, right? Mm-hmm. So in any creek or river, you know, they're never straight. You've got a, a, a creek or river that winds and turns. And, and every turn, there's a deep bend, and then there's a flat side. Right. And it changes as you go up the river. Absolutely 100% fish were more on the flat side wow. that, that week on isolated pieces. Whether it was a cypress or a laydown. That's because that's where all the baby flounder that they were feeding on. Maybe that's what it is. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. That's bottom line. It had to do with bait, right? It had to do with the food. Because the other funny thing is you'd get on the deep bank and you wouldn't see the bait. Or here was the thing I noticed. Crabs. I wouldn't see crabs, but I'd get on that flat bank. Mm -hmm. And if you'd look at a cypress knee or a, a piece of wood. Dude, every time I'd see a little crab crawling across it. So it had to have something to do with food. Sure, sure. Had right. to have something to do with food. Well, in the summertime, it's all about the food. Yeah. Right. Right? So yeah. it's whatever bait. Yeah. And the water temperature, by the way, was like 87 in the morning and like 91 <laughs> wow. in the afternoons. <laughs> wow. Dude. And, and you know, guys. That's crazy. Water yeah. People, people, people watching right now, they're like, what do you mean? Nine, water temperature in the 90s? Dude, those, you know, don't those fish shut down? But here's the thing, Pete. The hotter the water, the higher the metabolism, the more they have to eat mm-hmm. in hot water. And people have to remember that. So they still have to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like they can shut down and not eat at all. You right. know? It was interesting, and we see this all the time when the water temperature gets up that way around here on our tidal waters, is that top water. Top water. Yeah. And, and you saw the trigger. That, yeah. And that was a big player this week with the top. Twelve guys, especially the top two, mm-hmm. a top water, a, a buzz bait, a frog, a popper. Because those fish, when it gets hot like that, it's 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 like yeah, their metabolism's soaring, but they get hard to catch. Really hard when to catch. it's really hot like that, yeah. and the top water can make them nuts. Triggers it's, them. It's yeah. one, it's the one of the tools in the hot weather that can just take them out of their comfort zone yeah. and get them activated. Yeah, you know, and that, yeah. that I clearly, I mean, look at Hackney working. Right through that canal with all the all the fishing pressure that it had. Yeah. You know, with a buzz bait and a frog and and just catching fish, all the guys were missing. Yep. Aggravating them mm-hmm. into into biting it. How how did that whole thing work out where you can only fish half the river? What was that? What was that about? Yeah. I didn't. Was, I never got that. I understand. I understand. That. It, it was very confusing and there was um, yeah. a, a lot of a lot of politics involved in it. Okay. Um, Louisiana waters were off. Louisiana right. waters were totally off limits. Um, and the reason they did that, I, I heard three or four rumors of why they did that. The first one was, you know, the, the canal and, and water land ownership rights in Louisiana. There's laws in the books that make it very strange. Like you could be in a canal system. It's not even posted, really, but it can technically be private canal system. So there's still a lot of them weird laws on the books because oil money, rules right the oil money is big and whoever has the money makes mm-hmm. the laws so i heard right. that was part of it i heard you know part of it was 
Orange, Texas was paying the money, and then the last couple of years of Louisiana got a lot of press. And all the and so, fishing. Yeah, so exposure. Yep. There's a lot of reasons why they put it off. But what, well, we've seen that a lot before. We've seen it before. Yeah, we've know, seen it before. Co- counties that put the money up, they right. they they want the tournaments weighed in and yes. the fish caught in their counties yep. so that they can get the exposure that they're paying for. That's right. But, you know, the negative to it was you ended up with a tournament where you took away three quarters, not mm. not even half, more than half right. of the fishable water, wow. mm-hmm. um, you know, where where you could catch catch bass, and that hurt. And then the challenging thing for guys was, uh, especially the fish in the Sabine, was the state line didn't necessarily run directly through the middle of the Sabine. So it, it was like the Brandon Polinick situation on the Mississippi seven or eight years ago. You had to constantly keep an eye on that boundary line. And there were guys that fished in Texas during the event and they got penalized the next day or, or others, you know, you had to be very conscious. So you could be in an oxbow and you're on the left side of the river, but that oxbow, half of it was in tech, was in Louisiana. So you had to be very conscious and it, it, it makes it difficult for the anglers because it's not very, it's not cut and dry. Sure. You know, yeah, so it's difficult. That is difficult. It's difficult. You know what's not that difficult is counting to five. That's true. <laughs> and there were a lot of guys that that went over. Dude, here, that's it's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's crazy hey, that that Mike, happens. Mike and Pete, and and I'm I'm so um, honestly I love Gerald and I'm I'm tickled that that penalty that he endured because he wait, he brought six fish to the scale and uh, suffered a two pound penalty as a result. And, yeah. Uh, have you ever done it? I've never done it. I've never done it, but I can see where it oh, happened. Yeah. Yeah. I can see where it happened. It seems like it happens more in fisheries where you catch a lot of small fish. You know, you're working through bigger numbers. You see it happen a lot more, you know? Yeah. Like in this one, there were guys catching 30, 12 inches right, in a day. Right. And so, especially now with the new call tags, and this is a whole other topic maybe we'll get to tonight. Dude, the cold tags are coming off because you can't penetrate now because nobody's making a good cold clip except TH. Um, and, That's good. you know, uh, you know. So, so the cold tags are coming off. In the cold live tags well. are coming They're off. They're losing track of how They're many fish. They're losing track. So it can happen very easy. I can yeah. see where it happens, you know. Mm. So and then and then also the other thing is sometimes when you you're catching them quick, you don't you know need to get back in there quick. Mm-hmm. And so guys will just throw them in. Yep. And it's really easy to lose track. So hey, I can I can see it. Yeah, it I sounds can, like a dumb mistake, it. but yeah. I can see it happening. I made a mistake the other way one time where I I caught my fifth fish and I called. You called. I called down to four. Called down to four. <laughs> so did you get two pounds I, from the yeah. tournament? They should have gave you right? two pounds. I should have requested that. You should have. I, I didn't think of. You should. Uh, oh, yeah, I am activity. I am activity. Huh? Logan. Logan on I am wants to know what was the worst part about the Sabine. Listening to Lefebvre bitch about how he didn't catch him, or hearing how the Louisiana side is so much better. <laughs> Logan. Uh, Logan, I, I would say um, they were equal. Uh, I would say they were equal. Uh, they were both kind of you – heard, you heard them both. Um, yeah. It was, it was a grind. Aren't all tournaments a grind, though? They can be a, they all can be a grind. You no, know, it always seems some like more it than is others. To me. Some more than others. But you know, rivers in the summer, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're on the best tidal river in the world. 
Yeah. Rivers in the summer are a challenge. Yeah. Red River, Upper Bay, Delaware River, you know, any of them. Mm-hmm. We're challenged, dude. Yeah. It's hot. It's tough conditions. I have to agree. Well, now, I, I did real quick. I wanna, I did want to tell you the bait that I used a little bit, and then we can we can switch to talk about Hackney because there's a couple elements I want to talk about with Hackney. But um, Pete, I used something that I got to talk about in a BU seminar. It was a n- real nice tie-in here. People watching that are BU subscribers, and if you're not, here's a good reason to subscribe. Um, I used a punch shot rig, Pete. No kidding. Yes. Wow. I used a punch shot rig, got myself a top 20 on a punch shot. Um, I used the non-leadered version, and and I, I unfortunately, I don't have one here, but I in, invite everybody to go to uh, Bash UTV, um, check it out, check out my punch shot seminar. And there's a leadered and non-leadered version, but the non-leadered, which I used, is basically a ringed hook. And VMC this year at iCast is coming out with a, a hook. They have them from one aught to five aught. Uh, I use an extra wide gap hook, and it has a welded ring on the front of that hook. Okay, so it's your regular extra wide gap hook with a welded ring. To that welded ring, I attached a two-way swivel. Okay, a two-way swivel just on a little split ring. On the top end, and on the bottom end of that welded split ring, I attached a quarter ounce VMC pencil drop shot weight, just on a snap. And so, what that did for me, and I fished in crowded areas just like everybody else. If you think about it, silty bottom, mud, and then fishing around these cypress roots where there's, you know, you know those roots. They're like crevices all over the place. They're like they spider out. The weight would go down in that silt or down in the root, but the bait would stay up. Instead of the bait, instead of a Texas rig or a jig where the weight is going down and the bait's going down, here my weight went down, but that pencil weight acted as a sort of a kickstand for that bait, and it stayed above it, and it had the mobility to go side to side. Dude, it was – I can tell you, dude, several times – during the the event, first, second, and third day, there'd be two or three guys ahead of me using, and I could see they're using their flipping Texas rigs, tubes, creatures, they're flipping jigs, and I was able to go behind them with a punch shot, and they would choke that thing, dude. Wow. A big, big difference maker for me. In the, you got to have something special like that when Very you're special. behind guys. Very special. And I, I just fished a, a Berkeley, um, a beaver-style bait. They have a, It's called a creature hog. Uh, by Powerbait Max, fished that on it, but you could fish a worm, a crawl, mm-hmm. such a such a cool new technique. Nah, that's great. Yeah, very cool. New I technique. mean, you were so excited when you brought that back from Japan. Oh, dude, I knew, I knew. Is I was just waiting. Yeah, I cool. I saw it in Japan that's and cool. and kind of yeah. copped it and brought it back, but I was so excited to finally implement it yeah, in a it's tournament. Perfect scenario. Perfect for scenario. Yeah. Perfect scenario. And and here's, I know a lot of my competitors are probably watching. I'm giving away a lot. It's okay. Mississippi River coming up mm-hmm. next week. Upper Bay coming up in three weeks. Shallow, silty, muddy water environments. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Could well, play we'll again. Watching. Could play again. Uh, let's. I, I did want Dave. Anything? Anything else coming on the IM? Do you want to mention? Or I, I did want to switch to Hackney. Talk about Hackney a little bit. Now let's switch over to Hackney. Okay. Uh, big yeah, big win from Hackney and. Uh, Dominant win, and you know, I just wanted to tell you a couple things from my perspective that I saw. Two of the two of the four days, he happened to be in line behind me, 
And, uh, you know, when you're... In the weigh-in line. In the weigh-in line. I thought he might be fishing. No, no, no. No. Okay. Two of the four days he was in line behind me, and we got to talk a little bit. And the first day when he caught that five-pounder, he was behind me, right behind me, weigh-in line. And, you know, he was talking about it, and he was like, you could just see it. He's like, man, I... He's like, I, I saw the fish, and I pitched out there and watched him eat it, and he didn't even fight, and he just came in the boat. And, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, dude. And, like, I kind of knew, and he knew at that point that when it's your tournament to win, like, things like that happen. Pete, you've been yeah. through it. I've been through it. Like, you saw that happen to him yeah. all week. Things and, that aren't aren't supposed to happen happen. Yeah, things that aren't supposed to happen happen. It's it's really special, you know. Yeah, and cool. uh, I I knew from that first day when he told me that story. And every day, kind of, I look back and he he's got a three pounder and something like that happened. And you know, you get on those rhythms mm-hmm. and just all the energy is right. And it happened to me in a Delaware River when I won. Stuff that shouldn't happen happens, and it's that was his that was his week. Yeah. You know, it's pretty cool to see, man. I watched a lot of it on yeah. Bassmaster Live. You know, watched him use the buzz bait, um, a square bill, just making moves and adjustments, and uh, uh, just being, just always being in the right place at the right tide. Yeah, uh, it seemed to be a, a little bit better than the other guys that were in that canal with him. Right, and that's the key in, yep. the, in the tides, and and you could hear his tidal um, awareness, like he talked so much about it. Uh, yeah. How the, how he was observing the various water levels and um, you know how important it was at the low tide, which is common thing. Yeah. But he would just be so relaxed, right? Knowing that that lower tide's coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming happen. later on in the day, yeah, yeah. and and he just you know he's catching fish in the meantime. Yeah. Picking away at them. Yeah. And just waiting for the opportunity, and it came. Yeah. It came every day. Every day. Now here, Brian Carpenter and Dave, I wanna I wanna get you in on this too, Charles. I wanna hear your yes. opinion. Yes. This the big disappointment for me for not having Hackney on tonight is I did want to talk to him about um the Bill Lowen. Uh, yeah, I was gonna uh, ask the you Bill about Lowen that. interaction, and and I I know a lot of you guys probably saw it happen or I didn't get I saw I saw the I didn't get to hear the audio. Okay. I missed the audio uh, part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, for guys watching and listening tonight, um, Greg was in a canal, one of the canals that he had fished every day, and it was happened to be the same canal that Lowen had fished every day. And I, I want to say this happened on the second or third day. I'm not sure. And Hackney was in the canal, and he was fishing a lot of that middle canal stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you saw it in live. Yep. And Bill Lowen came in. He saw that Hackney was kind of in the middle of this canal. Let's say it's a five-mile canal, three-mile canal, let's say. And Bill Lowen came in, and he shut off his outboard and dropped his trolling motor and just trolled, never touched his rod, trolled all the way up to where Hackney was and just like, hey, man, I know you're fishing in here. I, I, I just, I just want to get to the very back. I'm not, I'm not even going to fish anything. I, I promise you, I won't grab my rod. I fished back there yesterday. That's where I caught most of my weight. I just need to get back there. Dude, Hackney would not let him pass. Yeah. I mean, to the point where, you know. It got dirty. It, I mean, it got his, like, Bill Lowen would never fight with anybody. Right. You, you know what I mean? Like, you shall could probably, not pass. You could probably, <laughs> yeah, you could probably spit on him and he still wouldn't, uh, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't fight with you. But, you know, I mean, again, it's another bet, one of these. I, I bet if Bill Lowen won, he'd be on the show tonight. Well, he probably would be on the show. <laughs> right. But, Big fan of Bill Lowen. it's just interesting. I mean, you know. Well, 
you got to give props to Hackney for standing his ground. You know, his theory was, look, even if you go through a trolling motor, you're going to mess up. You know, I want to turn back around and fish through that. Yeah. So I get that. But, you know, man, you got to feel bad for Bill because he was in contention. It's not like, dude, it's not like Lowen was in 70th. He was in the top 10 as well. Yeah. And he had every right to go to the back of that canal, right? It's tough. I mean, depending on the length of that canal, and you see, you watched it, you got to see it. There was barely enough room. The width of that canal was so tight yeah. that those boats could just barely get oh, yeah. by each other. Yeah. It's not like there's yeah. a big wide it wasn't canal. A big wide canal. So right. by him doing that, he's definitely going to be stepping on Hackney. Yeah. You, you know, he's going to be moving them fish away and making them aware. And you could see how calm and quiet Hackney was moving. You know, so it's certainly going to impact Hackney. Yeah. But he's in contention. Yeah. Um, gosh almighty. Tough. I mean, the back of that canal was like a mile. Yeah. Um, and you, you, so you could see Lowen's thought process like, I hate doing it to you, Greg, but, you know, I'm in this competition too. Yeah. You know, and, and if, if the canal was wider, we wouldn't even be having this discussion. Right. You know, but, but somehow we're, and this is the part that I'm, that I'm short on and, uh, is that they, he actually passed them. On trolling motor, and the words that they had caused Bill to do a 180 and come back by him and leave. Wow. So I, I don't know what was transpired or how Greg – and Greg had to. I mean, he, he had to compete. He yeah. had to say, hey, if look. Anybody, if, by the way, if anybody uh, tonight is watching, listening to us right now, and you know what was said. If you know something, we don't. I am. We want to we want to hear from you. Please send us on the I am or uh, hit yeah. Dave up. Dave, what do you got? Mike Anthony wants to know what would you have done in that situation, either side. Oh God! I, I I think I would have done what both with both guys did. Come I think on. if I was Hackney, I think I would have tried to bully him to stay out. That's you know I really think I would have. I would have said the same, probably the same things that Hackney said. I would have tried to keep him out at all costs without crossing the line, mm-hmm. right? And I bet you that's what Greg did. If I was Lowen, I think I. If I'm in the top 10 and I'm in contention, I think Lowen had 12 pounds, Hackney had 16. That's surely in contention mm-hmm. after the first day. It's my right to go back to that spot. You would have went back on Pat, dude. I wouldn't have went back on Pat. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have went you back on Pat. You have done donuts around Hackney. <laughs> no, I, w- I wouldn't have did that. I wouldn't have did that. But I think if I was Lowen, I think I would have handled the mm-hmm. same way. Look, Greg, I ain't trying to steal your fish here. I'm fishing in the very back, bro. It's something totally different. I'll go through. It would have been more entertaining. I'll go through on ten. True. I'll, I'll yeah. turn it way down. I'll turn my electronics off. I'll slip through as quiet as I can. I have to. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think that's how I would handle yeah. if I was lowing. He I, has to. Mm-hmm. And right. he doesn't. He doesn't go. Hackney intimidates him out. And look what happened to Lowen in the standings. Yeah. Mm. Hey, hey Mike, it's it's Dark Mephries here. Oh, my Jark Memphries. What's thank, up, Jark? Thank you for having Jark. TB wants to know what do I think. What I think. I, he wants to know what I think. I think cooler minds prevailed. TB, thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> thank you, Jark. Thank you, Jark. <laughs> I, I haven't heard I, from you well. I, I think the guys, you know, and I don't know what transpired, but if I was Bill Lowen, if I was Hackney, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. I would have tried to say, Try I, to I would try to yeah. stay claim and keep them out yeah. to the best of my ability. Of course. And if I was Lowen, I think I would have. I would have had a negotiations right then and there. Said, all right, if I don't go through here, what do I get? Right. 
What are you going to give me? Give me one of your other spots. Yeah, like, <laughs> something. Like, something. Yeah, some you know, like, give me a like year's supply of Strike King crankbaits. <laughs> I, I want something here, man. <laughs> I mean, it would have been something. Like, all right, you know, you you get this half, yeah. and I'll take from where we're at now to the mouth. Right. Right, and and that'll be our deal, or or whatever it is, yeah. you know. Is that legal? But, can you negotiate like that? Is that legal? I think it's legal to negotiate. Right? I don't think you have to adhere to it, but if you're making a gentleman's agreement, yeah. you know, I mean, it's that's a tough give, man. I mean, like yeah. you said, you know, 12 pounds, you've got a dominant stringer in that tournament. Yeah. You caught him yeah. out of that spot that, that it, you know, I might have said, Greg, if if you want the back of that, you, you go now. Right. Yeah. Go now. You go now yeah. and take it. It's yeah. yours. You're here first. You can have it. But then, then I'll fish where you're at now, and yeah. I'll I'll fish my way up to it. Right. You know, I don't know how I would. You yeah, know, I, I'm I'm interested to see what exactly how, that. Does that is, happen in the kayak world where you, where yeah. guys get on top of each other? How how is it handled in the kayak world? You know, so much, so many of the kayak tournaments are in such a smaller body of water. Right. I mean, you're fishing the same thing everyone else is fishing. You right. Know? Like there's a there's a local tournament in South Jersey. Guys are fishing DOD. That's not a huge piece of you know piece of right. water. You could fish that whole thing in a day. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't happen from what I've seen. I mean, some of the bigger tournaments it does, but I don't know. I mean, it seems to me like more and more with bass and FLW, it's happening more. It's happening more uh, yeah, and more well, often. Here, I mean, it, yeah. it's and, and here's the thing. Lot. With, with live coverage comes yeah. an uncovering of something that's been happening for 20 years. Oh, yeah. This is not new, mm-hmm. but what is new is the coverage of yep. it. That's what's new. Yeah. I mean, this is nothing new, man. You know, we've been mm-hmm. in it for a long time. I've had the screws put to me bad by guys oh, in that yeah. situation. And I've had other guys that were just more than generous. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and everything's on a case-by-case basis. Yeah. You know, you got I, communication is yeah. absolutely I'll tell a story important. right now tonight. Oh, Brian, you want to take a break? Yeah, let me tell the story and we can take a break. Yeah. Yeah, let me tell the story and we can take a break. Because this is I, – I did. I don't think I ever told this live, and I do want to tell this, but – this tells you about this has happened for years. And it was a, a tournament, Lake Oneida. It was an elite event. Our first time we went to Lake Oneida. And I found this amazing school of fish in South Bay on Lake Oneida. And that, and that year happened to be an algae bloom. It was totally ugly down there. But there was these amazing groups of fish down there. And I found this group. And there, were another, there was another group further south that Ken Cook found. And... You know, kind of the same thing that we're talking about happened where he moved in on my group and, you know, tried to say he didn't. And I get back to weighing that day and Ken, um, like, actually, oh, no, it was the second day. Ken, like, filed a protest on me and said that people were helping me out there on the water. I had a bunch of spectators follow me and they're like, you know, he was like, oh, Mike's got guys showing them where the fish are at out there. And I'm like, I, they're just guys. But there was this blatant thing going on. And by the way, rest in peace, Ken Cook. I, he was a hero of mine. But, I mean, this stuff happened happens yeah. all the time. It's happened forever. Mm-hmm. And nobody ever saw that. Nobody ever saw that conversation between me and Ken all, all these right. years because there wasn't live coverage. What? You yeah. know, none Social of us had media. a, or, yeah. and they didn't want to cover. They yeah. didn't want to cover it. At that point, there weren't camera camera boats on mm-hmm. the guys until the last day. So the stuff that happened on the first, second, and third day, 
nobody knew yeah. about it, you know? And they what they chose not to air it too cuz right. Guy Guy Aker and I got into it on Lake St. Clair. Yeah, early on they chose Georgia. not to air it. The camera, As time went on, they started yeah. choosing to air it. That's black, right, black, and white, black and white TV didn't have uh, mobile mics, dude. <laughs> was it even TV back then or just radio? Pete Goosex getting an argument on the water, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention. <laughs> Ovaltine commercial. <laughs> Drink your Ovaltine, bitches. <laughs> just in the ears on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But you and Guy yeah. Eaker got into it. Yeah, we got into it. He, but here, you know, he, I felt like he was disparaging me. I was in second place going into the final day, ounces out, before there were cuts, and he was down in, like, the bottom 90th part of the field. And uh, What lake was this? Lake Sinclair in Georgia. Sinclair, yep. And I was fishing a series of points, and I pulled up on the I, – I tried to get to him in the morning to ask him if he would give me some courtesy here. I've got a chance to win him. I think uh, – I. Shaw wound up winning it, but I was two ounces. I think I was two ounces behind Shaw. It was just toe to toe, yeah. you know. And um, so anyway, I started on the first point, and here he comes, just blatantly jumping right on the next point, and he's going to compete with me, like toe to toe. He's in nineties. You're in he, second. I'm in second, and he oh, gave, wow. and he would not even talk. So I'm, you know, actually I finished the first one, and I'm going to the second one, and he cuts like a hundred yards in front of me oh, and there's wow. this sweet rock outcropping on this point and he pulled right in front of it as I'm moving towards it, uh fishing towards it. And uh and I just I got you know them, I let him I let him I got Jersey. Yeah. You know? Them are fighting words. And um yeah. <laughs> I went uh, I went, you know, I'm giving it to him. In the camera's on me, I'm mic'd, you oh, know, yeah. and I'm just I'm I'm screaming at him. I'm telling him, you know, how I feel, but none of that made it. None, none of that made the the TV show. All that went on the editing room floor back at that time. You right. can never this catch is, a break, Pete. This, what's that? You can never catch a break. <laughs> news, but, uh, news flash, news flash. Pete Gluzek and Guy Eka have invented a new device called a telephone. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. But, but wow. if, you know, I, I mean, I tried to do it. I knew the camera was running. Yeah. So when I was, you know, I, I remember saying stuff to him like, it was my rookie year, and I'm like, you, I say, you know, guy, you, you, you know how hard it is to make it out here. I got a chance to win this tournament. You know how hard it is to make it as a rookie. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you should, you should be leaving this to me. And I, I mean, I wasn't very friendly. Yeah. You know, I was probably more friendly than most guys. But Did he I, leave? No. He contested uh -huh. me the entire day. Wow, and not, but it didn't matter. It wound up not mattering because the the current wasn't being pulled through the reservoir, so that whole pattern had died. Uh, and and Shaw figured that out. Shaw went up into the pockets in the grass, and and threw a spinner bait around and won the tournament. Wow. I scrambled around and put some fish together and. and yeah. I, be, I bet I bet but, you the same weekend that confrontation happened. The Iron Sheik pinned Bob Backlund. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now before we go to break, I do have two quick questions about Guy Eaker I've always wanted to know. Does he actually eat Bojangles fried chicken? I don't do you know? know. I don't know. And the last question, and we'll go to break, does Guy Eaker actually have seven fingers instead six. of ten? Is it six? Six. Six fingers instead of ten. Is that, is that true? Really? I think that one's That's true. stuff to see. Wow. 
No do you remember seeing his hands? Uh, no wonder he's good with a spinner bait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Brian Carpenter will take a break. Yeah, he, could, he could cast a spinner bait and tell Pete to F off at the same time. That's right. Uh, Brian, we're going to take a break. Take a break. Okay. Hey, listen, everybody watching, hang in there with us. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Nicholas Weedle, uh, recent competitor at the Hobie World in Sweden, is going to be joining us. Can't wait to have him on. Going to be asking them all about that event and other stuff. And uh, a little bit later in the show, we've got uh, Jim Miller joining us. It's going to be awesome. Talking about what he's doing with uh, help to help uh, awareness of Lyme disease. Hang in there with us when we come back. More Ike Live. I'm respooling my reels, baby. Oh, hush. Come on. Watch your set. Whoa, watch your set there. Come on. Get them close. I got them close. No cheating. Hold my arms so tight. Oh, all right. Ready? One, two, three. Surprise! Oh, yes! Yes! Woo! It's everything I want! Oh, yes! Yes! Wait! Yes! Yes! No! Thank you! Thank you! Oh! Oh! Yeah! Yeah! No, baby, go back! Look, 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 look! Oh! Oh, yes! Yes! Yeah, but, but, baby, look! I got you a boat! Mystery Tackle Box is the perfect gift for the fishing fanatic in your life. It's a monthly box filled with some of the most innovative fishing gear on the market, hand-selected by industry professionals. Check out all the different options available at mysterytacklebox.com. At the end of the day, all that really matters is the feel of a strike. Most game fish rely heavily on scent for survival. From hunting prey to avoiding becoming prey themselves. Made with real bait fish and spiked with bite stimulants, Liquid Mayhem has been proven to trigger a feeding response in stressed fish. There's a special place in our hearts for the tools of the trade. They're what we prep for a good day on the water. They're what we clean after a good day in the field. Flambeau's patented Z-Rust technology protects the gear of today from rust and corrosion. Z-Rust, for the performance of tomorrow. Preserve. Perform. Repeat. to catch your fish, TH Marine has two products to ensure your fish survive. The Oxygenator injects 100% pure oxygen into your live well. That increases fish survival by 35%. For the perfect combo, add G-Juice live well treatment. It calms fish, stops bleeding, removes ammonia, and replaces slime coat. Get an Oxygenator and G-Juice and keep your fish alive. 